0: Welcome to the Bowen Christian Family Centre podcast channel. You're about to hear a message recorded at one of our Sunday gatherings. We pray you are blessed and enjoy this inspiring message. Tonight I'm just going to share a little bit on, on worship. You guys can have a seat. Thank you, Ben. Awesome. Worship, there is so much about worship and um, when I went to the scriptures and, uh, you know, been in church for a long time and heard lots of sermons about worship and been in worship and tonight I wanted to share some things that um, that I've learnt and that what encourages me in God's word about worship. Um, What is worship? We can sometimes get caught up on what it should be. We sometimes think that it's about the music. We sometimes think it's just about the singing or the songs that are sung. Or we get caught up on how it should look. Do we have our hands raised? Does that mean you're worshipping? Does it only mean you're worshipping if you're here in church on a Sunday? But what is worship? Worship, I believe, is the expression of our love our obedience, our devotion to God. It is expressed in many ways, and it's from the heart. It's God-centered, yeah? I like what um, Dad said tonight. What do you bring? I wrote it on my hand. What do you bring tonight? What do you bring tonight to this place? Do you bring worship tonight to God? Do you bring love, your love for God? In John four twenty four, Jesus tells us that true worshipers will worship God in spirit and in truth, meaning that worship has to come from a pure heart. Um, just we growing up on church, I suppose, heard a, a, like a, we did a study I think a few years ago about worship and the, and the different types of worship. Because sometimes when we come to church, especially when we're younger, and you walk in and you see everyone with hands raised, and you are like, "What you know? What's going on?" What, what are they doing? And, um, you know, when we used to be youth pastors, you know, even just um, being able to teach our youth what worship is, what it meant, why we do this is what is important. And just briefly, there's, um, there were some there's types of worship in the Bible, and uh, I hope I can dug out some notes. Or I hope I can say them right. But in Psalm 72, Psalms 103, it talks about Borak worship, which is means to bow down, to kneel before the Lord. It communicates that the Lord holds a place of importance and helps us remember how great he is. There's halal worship. In 1 Chronicles, it appears more than 110 times in the Old Testament. It translates to when, uh, as to shine, boast, rave about, celebrate, or even be clamorously foolish. There's Shabbach, which is found in Psalm 63 and 47. It says, come, everyone, clap your hands. Shout to God with joyful praise. And we've done that here tonight. It means to shout loudly. Of course, it's not about being loud, but it's focused on worship with, of the Lord, with our whole being. There's Tehillor, means to sing praises, sing out of the spirit spontaneously. It can include include adding words to an existing song or even singing in the Spirit. There's Tudor in Jeremiah 17 and Psalm 50, but giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. If you keep to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. It is a type of worship that includes extending your hands and raising them in thanksgiving for something that has been done or something that will be done. There's your da. Found in 2 Chronicles and Psalms 9. It means to extend your hands vigorously, as in complete surrender. There's Zoma, where it's to touch the strings, to make music with instruments, mostly rejoicing, making music to the Lord. And they're just different types of expressions of worship. And, you know, this is why we come and when we do this, it's in worship to God, it's surrender. It's like Jeremy said tonight, you know, I love that example too. You know, it brings a freedom. It brings a freedom. Hallelujah. But when we do this, it shouldn't be done to bring attention to oneself. And it's only true worship when the heart and attitude of, of the person is in the right place. Worship shouldn't come out of a feeling of obligation. We don't just come here to tick boxes. Amen? You agree? We don't come here to tick boxes in our Christian walk. That's obligation. That's not what we want to be. Hallelujah. It shouldn't be based on how we're feeling. Coming to worship God together should be a priority in our lives. Um, I know when we were, when we had the boys and it's probably as they got a little bit older, you know, they wanted to go to the Saturday night out to friends or stay up late or you know, go to the movies or something like that. And we said, yes, but you've got to be in church on Sunday because if you can give Saturday not a priority and it overtakes Sunday, then it's, it's not right. You need to, we need to, that was, not, that was in our household and still is, Winston's over 18, but I still say Saturday night when he's going out. If you're going out and you're going to be late, you've got to get up for church Sunday morning. You've got to, this is a priority, gathering together to worship. God calls us together. God calls us to gather together in Hebrews ten twenty three. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we f- profess for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching because the day is coming when our Jesus Christ will return. And it's more important than ever to come together to worship him in His house. There are days when we might not feel like coming to church. I know if if I'm honest, I remember I used to say to Cal, I might, I just want to go to the markets, the markets. And I don't even go there to buy anything. I just like to walk around and have a look. But, you know, it was just something, and I suppose it was, you know, not that I, I gave into it, but it was there. I don't feel like going to church today. I'm in church all the time. I grew up in church. But I had to learn what it was about. It wasn't about me coming for me. I came here for God. I come here to worship God. And we shouldn't come to church based on our feelings. We don't worship God because we feel like it or not. Romans 12.1 says, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. The Amplified Version says present your bodies, dedicating all of yourself, set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which, which is your rational act of worship. And I think as we grow, as we begin to deepen our relationship with God, we begin to understand more what it is to be a living sacrifice. Not doing what my flesh wants to do, but to do what I know what God wants me to do, what is pleasing to God. And and God is pleased when we worship him. Worship is only reserved for God. We shouldn't worship God for the expectation of something in return. Like, I will worship you, God, if you can do a miraculous healing in my life, then I'll come and worship you. Worship should not be conditional on our conditions, on our needs, because it's not about us. We shouldn't come just to listen to the worship songs. And I've heard, you know, we would have gone away to to conferences or something, and, you know, sometimes you can go away to those and not know all the songs and all the words. And I remember going when we were in youth, and someone said, oh, I didn't get anything out of that worship service, those songs, you know. And I was like, but... We aren't supposed to go just to get. We aren't supposed to go just to get. It's not conditional about us receiving. And they didn't get that the worship. Um, that's because worship's not about us. It's about God and who He is and what He has done. We give worship to God. Like Pastor said this morning, it's not about us. And I'm so thankful that we're in a church where we gather together in this church where God is first, where our focus is on God. Our preaching is from the word about God. The songs we sing glorifies our God. The communion, the offering, everything that we do in this house brings worship to God. Um, Like tonight, worship is public in a congregation where we proclaim through music and singing our adoration and thankfulness to him and what he has done for us. And we can also worship God in our private times, in our prayer, in our devotions to God. Um, It's so cool. um, I know with Evie, life is full on. She she just started sleeping in her room and I've said, you can't come into me until the sun comes up. Yep. So 5.30, I get this little tug at my bed sheet. Mom, the sun's up. Okay. Yes, the sun's up. Are we getting up? Yes, we're getting up. But she just listens to everything we say. And so when I'm at home, guess what I'm doing? Because I want to teach my daughter how to worship. So when I'm home and we put the the Yui Boom on and we play loud worship songs so we can sing. And you know what? She knows the words to Glorious Day. She knows the words to do it again. She knows words to the songs that we sing here because I want her, if she can learn now what it's like to worship God, to trust in God, to know who God is. I could be traveling the world following her as she's preaching around the world. You know, who knows? But she, I want her to have an understanding. And so when I have my worship at home, because I can't always get that quiet time where it's just me, so I include her. I include her. We sing worship to God. We pray. Um, I'll pray for her. She'll pray for me. It, it is so beautiful to see. And so she's so open and willing, and that's how we need to be when we come to God with everything that we are, you know, with that heart of worship. So it's, it's, we, could, we do it here together and it's awesome and we can do it at home and now by ourselves because uh, it says in Exodus 34, for you shall worship no other God, for the Lord is a jealous God. He is God of the entire universe. He created the universe. He is all-powerful and yet it pleases him when we come to him and worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, you know, and examples in... Uh, I think of David. He was described as a man after God's own heart. He would sing in the fields and worship, wouldn't he? We see this, there's heaps of psalms, songs that we sing. Some of them come from the psalms that he had written about how great our God is. He had a pure and grateful heart towards God. And many of the psalms we read reflect this. And I just wanted to read you just a couple of the psalms tonight that David had, that were in, that's in Psalms from David. Psalm 92, it is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night to the music of the ten-string lyre and the melody of the harp. For you make me glad by your deeds, Lord. I sing for joy at what your hands have done. How great are your works, Lord. How profound are your thoughts. Psalm 29, 2, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name, Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Psalm 150, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. You know, when we have our time with God, this is what we can be saying. This is what we can be reading, saying to our God, thinking about him, worshiping him. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. See, even Winston, when you're playing them drums, you're praising God. When Dylan's on there playing guitar, he's praising God. He's worshiping his God. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And even just sometimes as, you know, I read that, you know, God will just, I'll just, uh, Spirit will just drop a song in my heart. And it all just means so much when I can just sit and worship my God and sing praise to his name. Um, in Genesis 22, and I was just talking to dad this week about it, and even that is worship. When we gather, it might only mean two or three of us, but we talk about his word. We talk about the goodness of God and his word. And, um, and we looked at Abraham and when God commanded him to sacrifice his son Isaac, but that was an act of worship. Abraham trusted fully in God. God wanted his son. He took him up, He didn't have to take the sacrifice. He took the wood, and you know Isaac said, "What? Where is it?" You know? But God came through for him in the end, because Abraham was obedient. Hallelujah. You know, it comes down to obedience. What are we? What do we do? What do we say? Are we doing what God has asked us to do? Do we come here with a heart of worship? And worship is not confined to a Sunday. Yet we come together on a Sunday to worship God and it's great. We have the enthusiasm of youth. We have the wisdom of those who've been in church for a long time and all together joined up with one sound a sacrifice of praise, worship of God. The whole service, like I said before, it's, it's worshiping God from greeting at the door. We are welcoming God. You know, God has told us to love. Do we love those who come in the door? Our Sunday worship is not a time to be entertained. Worship should not be left up to the worship team or up to the pastors. You know, we... When, we get, when the, the leaders and the muses get up here, what we, what we do is, I am, um, you know, we prepare our hearts before we come, that God would use us, that everything we do would point to him, that he would get the glory and honor and praise. And we're not just the worshipers up here. We are worshipers. We are all called to be worshipers. The music, t- music team's up here and the music team is down there. We will all come together to worship God. Um, can I get the bend back up, please? And what's important that when we come to worship God, that we have our hearts prepared. You know, it might be because we've prayed through the week, we've had our time, pray for this service, we've worshipped God. On the car to here, we've got our vision or we've got, our playlist on Spotify, so we can come and, and prepare our hearts on our way here so that when we get here, we are ready. When we get here, we're ready to worship. Worship, um, we should all have our hearts ready. Worship doesn't happen when we just lift our hands and sing. We, may call, this, we call this singing worship. This is, what we're, this is what we're doing when we sing. We use singing to express our worship to God, but true worship requires more than just singing on the Sunday. True worship is felt inwardly and comes out through our actions. It's from here. For me, it's sometimes like I can express through singing and music my love for God. But sometimes it becomes so overwhelming. I can't help. I can't sit still. I can't stand still. My hands want to be raised. I want to worship. I want to say, God, here I am. My feet feet move. It's all, I suppose, an expression of worship. My heart is so full that it overflows into actions to express my love for him. When we have a relationship with our God and it gets deeper and stronger, the more we spend time with him, the more we talk with him, the more we read our word, we get a deeper understanding of who he is, who we are to him, how much he loves us, what he has done for us. And out of that relationship comes the desire to worship him. When we get that God is mighty, when we get that God is powerful, when we get that God is holy, when we get that he is our savior, when we get that he is our king of kings, when we get that he is our Lord of lords, when we get that he is for us, And not against us. We just want to worship him. Can you stand with me tonight? When we get that God has for us life. When we get that God has for us love. When we get that God has for us grace. When we get that God has for us peace, comfort, joy, strength. When he has wisdom, hope, forgiveness, when we get that we have freedom to worship, we can't help it but worship. We can't help it but want to come and sing his praise. We can't help it. When we get it, we can't help but come and worship God and be in his presence. There is healing in his presence. There is breakthrough in his presence. There is power in his presence. And it's not because we want to come to get, but we want to come to give. We want to come to give worship to our God who is almighty, who is powerful, who is our Savior. Then all we want to do is worship him in everything we do with all that we are giving. All for him and his glory, we will be living a lifestyle of worship. That's what true worship is, a lifestyle of worship where it doesn't matter if I'm feeling discouraged. It doesn't matter if I'm feeling tired, I will worship him. And even though, you know those times when we're feeling it, feeling tired, you know what helps to lift? Worship. You know what helps when you're feeling down? You know what helps when there's a struggle? Worship. Worship. Because it takes the focus off us and it puts it on God. And we say, God, you are my God. You are powerful. You have purpose in my life. You have a plan for me and I'm going to give it to you. God, I love you. God, you're my Savior. And we just want to worship you. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, God. Come on, let's worship. Jesus, we worship you. Hallelujah, Lord, for you are King of kings and you are Lord of lords. God, we love you so much. God, you are our mighty king. You are our savior. You are our creator. You are the beginning and the end. Hallelujah, Lord, we need you. We need you in our hearts. We need you in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. I want to just share something. We're going to have some time to worship him. We're going to have some time to worship him with music. But I want to share, just God just dropped this into my heart today, that also when we come to worship, there have been times when I've come, even just uh, the last time I led, I had a throbbing arm. And um, I had it for a couple of days, and like I was like, I don't even know if I can hold the mic in this hand. So I had this, this, this pain from my arm. Um, from my elbow down to my fingers. And I you know, said, God, my body is just not functioning right now, but I want to come and worship you. And as I did that, I just, when as I was leading, I felt the, the spirit. I felt just like in my hand, the throbbing went. And I've been and I've had headaches and just gone, no, you know what, God, this, this isn't about me, this is about you. I want to come and worship you. I want to come and sing praise to your name. I want to come. I want to be here. I want to worship. I get it, God. I get who you are. I get your love for me, and I am so thankful. I get your grace for me. I am so thankful. I get your power in my life. I am so thankful. There is so much for us to be thankful for. He deserves all our praise. He deserves all our praise. He deserves our worship. Thank you for tuning in to Bowen Christian Family Centre's podcast channel. For any more information on our church, the preaching, or Jesus and Christianity, feel free to check out our church website, www.withsundayacc.com.au.